Okay, welcome everyone. Today's Dab Yomi class will be starting Perek Shishi, the sixth Perek of Shabbat. Today's class is still dedicated to the Ilun Yismat, our dearly departed Rabbi David Jamal. Alava Shalom. It's the Haralbanon slash all the Torah Dab Yomi class. Anyone who would like to sponsor a class, if you're hearing this, you'd like to sponsor a class, just call Mr. Carl Pindik, who will hook you up, Bezat Hashem, with Zuchuyot, that um, could take you any way you want. If you ask Mr. Rudy, he'll tell you that there are many, many people listening to this podcast online, and the Zuchut is all, all in the merit of those who sponsor the classes. A wonderful thing to do. We're starting by Meisha. A little introduction to Meisha. The halakha is that a woman is allowed to wear clothes just like a man is allowed to wear clothes in public property. Wearing those clothes constitutes no isur of carrying on Shabbat. She's not carrying those clothes, she's wearing those clothes. However, we all know that just because you're wearing something does not mean that you're allowed to wear it. For example, a person cannot go out with a knapsack on Shabbat. Why not? I'm wearing it. Not everything that you're wearing is clothes and mutar. Not everything that you're wearing becomes mutar. So obviously when it come, we're going to see soon that when it comes to a shirt or a blouse or a skirt or pants or a coat or a scarf, all those things are wearing clothes and are going to be fine. We're going to talk here about ornaments though. Our panic and this is just ornaments and there's going to be three different types of things that will be discussed. There will be some things that will be mutar to wear and not a problem. They're ornaments. They'll be similar to be, they'll be similar to clothes and they'll be mutar. There'll be something that'll be totally asur to wear. There'll be a masui. Masui means it's a burden. It's something that you are carrying to get from place to place. And that would be 100% asur. Then there are some things that are really mutar, but the chachamim come in and they made it asur. The reason why they made it asur, they're worried that you might take them off in public property, either to show them to somebody or for other reasons. And then you'll walk for a mort in public property. The rabbis made it asur to wear those things. Of those things, there are some things that are sure to wear at all, even in a chatzer, and other things that are okay to wear in a chatzer, but not okay to wear in a public property. Okay, so we mm-hmm. have a few different categories of items. Our Mishnah will start delineating these things for our use. Okay, let's get let's begin with Dab Nun Zayin Amur Aleph. Okay. With what things can a woman um, go out to public property? And with what things is she forbidden to go to Yushu Tarabim with? She cannot go out with wool strings. It seems like girls in the olden days, just like nowadays, you'll go and a girl will get her hair tinted or dyed in order and to and it'll attract attention by having a different color in her braid. In the older days they would weave threads in their hair of different colors which would attract attention. So she cannot go out on Shabbat with woolen strings in her hair, in her braid. And not with linen strings in her braid. Not with straps that are on her head. And 
The Mishnah is sticking, sticking in something that seems to be uh, not related. A woman who needs to go to the mikveh may not go to the mikveh with these strings or straps in her hair until she loosens them and, so that they're not uh, attached tightly to her hair and being chotetz to not allow the uh, water to uh, to uh, surround her hair. Okay? Below. Okay, now we're going to mention a few different items. Below betotafot. Okay, let's talk about these type of items. Not with Okay, so Sarbitim. No, Totafort is is this picture Aleph. Everyone sees the picture over here? This is you see there's a girl with a snood, and she has like a jewelry item going across her forehead. That is a totafot. Similar to okay. our totafot that go over here. On top of her head over here, in Tbilisi, mm-hmm. these are talking about that going on across her forehead, a jewelry type of item. She cannot go out with that. The Sarbitin is more like a headband. If you look in picture number two, we have a girl with a golden headband item, and she can't go out with that on the on Shabbat either. Vizman Shinan Tifurim. This is only a sewer when they're not sewn in. So had these things be sewn into her hair covering in such a way that the only way that she could remove them is by removing her entire snood or tickle, then she'd be allowed to go out with it. Since we know she would never take off her hair covering in public, because of course all ladies are covering their hair, so therefore there is nothing to worry about. And therefore, she, if they would be sewn in, it's okay. Our mission is only dealing with cases where they are not sewn in. Yeah, right, what, about a hat? what about a hat? Isn't that similar to a hat? A headband is like a... Uh, a hat is an article of clothing. A headband is an article of jewelry. Okay, this headband is a golden headband. It's only a piece of jewelry. Had the jewelry been sewn into the hat, there would be no problem. But if the jewelry is a separate freestanding thing, we are worried that you might take it off and show it to someone who'll be asur. Okay? Yep. Let's continue. The law be Kabul. You cannot go out with the Kabul to the Shutarabim. But but you can go to a Khatzev. Now. She can't go out with an ear shell zahab, which is a, um, it's like a pin that has a, a golden picture of Yushalayim on it. Okay? Now, a Kabul, I didn't explain. They're telling you over here that a Kabul, it's a machloki what it is. We're going to see what it is. Okay? Next. Now, a katla is something on the neck. Okay, let me just give you a picture of this. See this lady, she's wearing this, um, a go- it's like a, I would call it a collar of sorts, and there's a jewelry item a little around her neck that goes through it. That item would be a surah shabbat. Okay, and not with nose rings. No, they didn't start now. They had them in the old days too. 
She cannot go out with a ring that doesn't have a signet on it. And not with a um, a mahat a needle Sometimes they would have a needle that you would put into your hair. See the mahat, the needle in the last picture, something like that that you would put in for beauty. You can't go out. The imyatsa. If you went out to the shulchan with any of these things. She does not have to bring a korban chatat. Now, the, that when you see those words in this Gemara, that should ring off bells in your head saying, That means she did not do a deoraita. All these things are really mutah. And the Because had they been chayav with deoraita, they would be, she would have to bring a korban chatat to the Beit HaMikdash. Now that she doesn't, we know that these things are the Rabbanan. So now, so only the, Rabbi, quick question. They, these uh, items only on the clothing, right? Like, uh, like you said, the snoot or anything like that. These these jewelry items. But if somebody wants to wear a necklace outside, like, are they allowed on Shabbat? Uh, that is a complicated subject. Um, you're gonna find. You never, you never put. You're not posek from a mishnah anyway. We never you, have, you see a lot of girls with headbands today, and a lot of rabbis' daughters with headbands today. We're not posek from never posek mishnah. mishnah. One should understand that the head, first of all, the headband here is not the, the, the rabbi's daughters are talking about headbands, which are golden headbands, not there to hold her hair in place. Right. We're talking about a headband that's a simple for style, for style. For jewelry for style. We did also mention, Carl, a ring without a chotem. Rings are commonly worn nowadays, right. even though not so simple. We're going to see soon. Okay. The Gemara will, the, when we get to the Shulchan Ruch, when the Shem, we can ask some questions about what we do now. Right. Um, the Shulchan Ruch will bring five different heterim, why nowadays things might be different than what you see in this Mishnah. But uh, that's not part of our Dafyomi class over here. Okay? Dafyomi class is not a halakha class. It is a, we're learning the Gemara. After you're done with the whole thing and you have a question, what you want to tell your wife to do? Yeah, if you know a local, local off-tax rabbi who answers your phone calls, <laughs> okay. Got it. Thank you. Okay. Says the Gemara. Tivila. Man Now, when you say man means who mentioned its name? Over here, the Gemara is asking. Uh, I would say in Arabic. I would say, Sam, tell me if I'm getting this right. When the Gemara says tivila man dechashmei, the Gemara say tivila. Talking about dipping in the mikveh, he told me that in the middle of Mishnah, he threw in a word that says, Woman can't dip in the mikveh with these things. Minwen, where'd you get that from? What are you throwing that in over here for? What does that do with the price of tea in China? Okay, that's when the Gemara says, Man de the Gemara is wondering, where'd you, where'd you fly in with that from? So it says the Gemara as follows Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzhak, Amar Rabba Barahua. Matam ka Amar. Sam likes that one. Okay, good. Matam um, Matam means the, we threw in the tivila because we want to tell you the reason why the rabbis took something that was allowed in the Torah and decided to make it asur. What's the reason for that? Why would they make something that was allowed in the Torah asur? The reason is connected to dipping in the mikveh. How does that work? 
פסקים. מה הטעם? לא תצא אישה, לא פחותי צמב, לא פחותי פשטן. Why can a woman go out with strings of flax, of flax or of wool? Because the rabbi said that if a woman wants to go to the mikveh on a Wednesday, she shouldn't go to the mikveh with these straps and her braids unless she loosens them. And since on a Wednesday she can't go to the mikveh until she loosens them, therefore on Shabbat she shouldn't walk out of her house with them. Why? Maybe on Shabbat she'll have to dip in the mikveh to be lashel mitzvah. We'll find out. We'll see what that means in a second. Vishadi alehu, and since the rabbi said she can't dip with them, she's going to loosen them and take them out. And then she might carry them. So we got a story like this. Listen to the whole gizeh that works like this. Number one, girl cannot dip in the mikveh with these things. The rabbis don't let. So whenever this girl, we'll call her Gertrude, needs to go to the mikveh. During the week on a Tuesday. Nowadays, girls don't go to McVeigh that much. Uh, married girls do. But in the olden days, anytime a girl would touch a shirts and she wants to go home and make her husband or her brother, Sam Jamur, she wants to make, take care of Tinuma for him, she has to go to McVeigh. That's what she would do in the olden days. So she knows, oh, I have that strap in my hair. I have to remove it. So every Wednesday, if she ever touches a, a thing, she'll take it out. Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever it is. Now it's Shabbat. And she's walking in the street with these things, which really wasn't time. But what happens if she touches the shenets and she's afraid to come home and serve Sam Ma'udeh? So what is she going to do? Well, I better find the stream and jump in the mikvah. And she's going to take the thing out of her hair. And then once she has out, she might forget to put it back in and start walking with it in the Shut al-Abim. So the rabbis say, never walk in the Shut al-Abim with these things in your hair on Shabbat. Because in case you get to that mitzvah and you'll take it out of your hair, you might carry it. Is everyone here with me on this program? Yes. Mm-hmm. Real clear daf over here, guys. Let's go. Yeah, but Rabbi, we have a concept of not making a gizirah for a gizirah. And that's what you just did. You made a gizirah for a gizirah. Maybe on a Wednesday, maybe on a Shabbat, maybe she's going to do it. And maybe she don't even have to go to the mikvah. You're making all these things. We'll leave my question on the side and we'll keep it on. What do I usually answer you when you tell me that? When you ask me that question? We'll get back to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm better than that. No, no, you, you are better than that. You are better than that. <laughs> That's like the worst thing you can tell a rabbi. We'll get back to you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, always tell me this. Don't die. I don't Mechila, Mechila. Bye, bye. Ask this question. It's true. I ask this question every time we learn together. But okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it's Kulachad Gezerahu. Sometimes the Gemara says, that when the rabbis made the first zero, they threw in the Shabbat thing too. So if they yes. put it all together, then, then it's not a question. Mm-hmm. The, okay. I, I, the question could be over here though. Let's see. Okay, says the Gemara as follows. Okay, we're at that. So asked Rav the following question. Tiki Khalilta Mai. What do you do about this Tiki Khalilta? Tiki Khalilta, I'm not clear exactly what it is. It seems like it's some kind of rings of straps, okay? The same things that they go in the hair as, as just like a, a colored, the, the, just a streak of color in their hair, they'll put it in. They can have like these circles of this material also going in the hair. Is that okay or not? 
אבל אריג קמת, לתרוק עם עצמי את וווין, כל הוא אריג לא גזו. Anything that's woven, the rabbis didn't make a gizek. It marnami. We have another opinion that says a similar thing. Okay. Amar Ravuna. Ravuna says, right? Braid Rav Yeshua. Chazina la'achviti de lo kabden alayu. I saw my sisters. Go back. Go back up, Rabbi. It marnami. Yeah, yeah, start from that again. It my nami, Amar Huna Brady, Rishua, Kol Shuarig, anything that is woven or gazu. If it ikka da Amri, and there are some who learn it this way, Amar Huna Brady, Rishua, Chazina Lachvite, look how they go here. I saw my sisters that they weren't careful that when they go to dip in the mikvah, they would leave these arig things in their hair. So now, if they're leaving it in their hair when they go to the mikvah, there's definitely no gizira to say you can't wear it on Shabbat. Because the whole gizera on Shabbat is maybe you'll take it out to go to the mikvah, but since you leave it in the mikvah, so it's not a problem. So there's two ways of saying the same thing. There's either the sister way, I stole my sister, or the rabbis didn't include the gizera. Two ways to say the same thing that it's allowed. Now the Gemara is going to ask now, what's the difference? Which way you say it? My sisters don't take it off, or the rabbis didn't include it. The Gemara is going to show a nafkamina between the two cases. Says the Gemara, my ikah ben hach lishna ben hach lishna. What's the difference between this Lashon and this Lashon? The difference between them is what happens if they get muddy. What happens... If they get what? I'm sorry? If they get muddy. Okay. If these circles in their hair get muddy. According to the Lashon that says anything that's woven, the rabbis didn't make a gizet These are also woven. So even though they're dirty, she'll be able to walk out with them in public because it's not included gizera, so it's not a problem. And according to the Lashon that says the reason why it's okay is because girls are not makhbit to take them off. But once it's funny, they're very careful that they don't go out with it. And therefore we're worried they might carry it. And therefore it would be asur. So if you go with the first Lashon that wasn't gizera, it's fine if it's money. But if you go with the second restaurant that it has to do with whether girls are mockwood on it, then girls would be mockwood on it when... It's not one reason. Maybe they weren't mockwood because they never had a gazette on it. Right, but but it depends what you have. If you never, if you don't believe in this, that, that, that you have a statement that the rabbis didn't include it, it's just that they weren't mockwood, then it, it'll depend on the hakpada. And mm-hmm. when they're mockwood, it'll be a problem. But if you have a statement that, that's Clearly, de- definitely saying that it's not a gazera, then we don't care whether they're mocked or not. Okay? Mm-hmm. Good. Now we have a new, we're going to talk about Chatita. And once we talk about Chatita, we have a Mishnah in Mikvaot. Uh, Carl, you didn't know there was a Mesech Mikvaot, did you? Yeah, What's that? You didn't know that there was a Mesech Mikvaot. No. Well, there is. It's <laughs> and we're going to quote a Mishnah in Masechet Mikvaot, and that Mishnah will give us an insight into what you're allowed to go out and carry with, because the two, like we just showed, show, the two things are interconnected. Says the Mishnah, Tanan Hatam. We learned over there. Over there means Mikvaot. Ve'elu chotzim ba'adam. The following things are a chatitza in a, in a human. Right? Human. Human means as opposed to a kill. 
Chute Tzemer, strings of wool. <clears throat> that should sound familiar to us. We saw that in the Mishnah. Chute Pishtan, strings of flax. Ritzuot, straps. Leather straps. Shebroshei Habanot that are on the heads of the girls. Rav Yudah Omer, Kol Shel Tzemer v'Shel Saad and Chotetin. If you have a wool thread, or a hair thread, which means let's say a woman takes someone else's blonde hair and decides she wants to leave them in her braid so her hair looks a little lighter than it looked and right and attracts a little more attention. Those things, according to Rabbi Yehuda, they're not chotzepes. Okay? Tanakama didn't talk about those things. Tanakama spoke about simmer, but he didn't talk about hair. Rabbi Yehuda says hair and wool are not chotzepes. We're going to soon see exactly what the Machloket is later on in the Gemara. They're going to analyze what exactly they're arguing about. Amar of Huna. Rav Huna says, the Kulan, all these things, Berashe Habarot. Which means, everything we said is all on the heads of the, of the girls. Don't say Ritzuot are in the heads of the, of the girls and not the Chutei Tzemer. All the things that are in the Mishnah are all in the heads of the girls. Don't think, okay, so Ravuna is coming with a statement. When you see, if you look at the Mishnah, it mentions three things. It says Tzemer, Pishtan, and Ritzuot. And the Ritzuot, after the Ritzuot, says on the heads of the girls. Now, is the heads of the girls only going on the last thing it just said or on all three? So Ravuna comes and says, no, it's going on all three. Is that clear? Makifla Rav Yosef. What? What was it? Okay, good. Makifla Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef is the question. What's it coming to exclude? Which means when you said at the heads of the girls, when you said all these things are only on the heads of the girls, excluding what? Where else could you put these things? Where, what are you saying we're not talking about when you said these things? Okay? They're straps, they're wool. We, I know, we understand they go on the braids. Where else are they going? If you want to say it's excluding a girl who will wrap that around your neck. Sometimes girls could wrap these things around their neck. Rabbi, one second. I don't know what the matkif is on. Rav Yosef is asking a question on Rav Huna. On who? Rav Huna. Rav Huna okay. just said that all these three things that are mentioned in the Mishnah in Mikvaot are coming on the heads of a girl. Okay. okay. All the, the Machlok is about the head of a girl. The Gemara is asking, when you say head, are you coming, exclude what? That we're not talking about where. Where else would she put this thing? That's what he's trying to cl- clarify. Okay? Where okay. else is she right. putting these strings? Right. So it's a matkif on that? Yeah. Okay. Watch it. If you want to claim it's coming to exclude the neck, I don't know if you know, but a couple of years ago, this was a hot item, even in our community. There were girls wearing these little things around their necks. Notice why? I thought it looked like a dog collar, but there's like a little string of fabric, and they're wearing it around their neck. Don't ask me why. But that was, I don't know, cool. So you these things come in and out, you see. Whatever they did 2,000 years ago, it's going to come back. I read this Gemara years ago. I said, 
wearing a thing around your neck. No one's ever going to wear it. The first wedding I went to, and there was a lady with the thing around her neck, and she smiled, she's talking to me. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> the Mishnah, look at this. Wow. Okay. That's Let's right. And they come right back, everything back. Let's go. So anyway, if I told you that it's all on the heads, excluding the necks, so what are you talking about? If it's coming to exclude um, wool, that we're saying that it's not chotet on the neck, even though it was chotet on the head, it's not chotet on the neck, if that's what it's coming to do. Right? Rav Huna says, oh, with the head. So it's coming to exclude on the neck. Okay? So, it's, so it can't be. Hashtarach al gabe kasher chotet. Rach al gabe rach mibai. Okay, so this, I was, that's why I went to go see what he's going to say. But it seems like that soft materials on hard materials, the most chotet is soft on soft. Okay? Which means if both things are soft and they're touching each other, the water can't get in. It's the most chotet. Hard on hard, it's easier for the water to get in. Now, accept that as your ground rules. Now, the next thing you have to know is what's harder. So it seems like uh, wool is soft. Hair is hard. Skin on your neck is soft. Okay? So the Gemara is saying, if the rabbi was saying in the Mishnah Mikraot, that when the wool is on your hair, it's a chatita, which is soft on hard, certainly if it's on your neck, it would be a chatita. So why would the rabbi say, we're only talking about on the heads of the girls. If you're talking about the heads, you're surely talking about the necks. Because that would be soft on soft, as opposed to in the hair, which is soft on hard. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I knew I lost somebody. Okay. Oh, I have two guys left in. You see him? You really got it? Better than real clear. Wow. Look at this. We got to put you on the advertisement. Okay. One second. He went on to real. Who went on to real clear? He's saying I'm better than real clear. He's saying. Yeah, but how does he know? It means he's two timing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to bounce him out. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to bounce him out. (laughs) I'm just teasing. We're saying like this, We're saying that. Wool is a soft material. Soft on hard is less chotet than soft on soft. Hair is harder than necks. So, hair is not skin, but... Right, but we said on the hair, Tanakama said it's chotet. Right. That was soft on hard. So if soft on hard is chotet, surely soft on soft is going to be chotet. Mm-hmm. Ah, so therefore... Uh, why would you be coming to exclude necks? Necks? They're worse than him. Mm-hmm. So it would be a kind of comment that by next you wouldn't want. Correct. So exactly what I mean. If you want to come exclude Pishtan, same thing. Pishtan is harder than wool. So good. The same, you have the same kind of if hard on hard is the problem, surely hard on soft. Same problem. You with me, Carl? Yes, Rabbi. Awesome. You, you, you just go like this, Carl. You go. You don't have to unmute. Just go like this, and we're good. Says the Gemara. 
El Amar of Yosef, rather, Yosef comes up with a new Chidush. He says, the reason why Ravuna says it's okay on the neck is not because of the material and the neck and the business. No, it's not it. It's because women don't like to choke themselves. So in the hair, they put it very tight because it doesn't hurt. But around the neck, if you do it too tight, it's very tough to breathe. And the women like to breathe because it's very, very healthy to breathe. So therefore, it's okay around the neck. That's why. So, sorry to interrupt. I just want to make sure that I understand. The, Rabbi Yosef had a problem with Rav Huna's statement to say it's only on the head. Right. He said we have a mission. We have a Mishnah in Mikvaot that says that it's uh, about this whole thing. Where about around the neck, right? About around their neck that it is chutzitz. And it was- so basically, we're saying it's a psychological thing. Psychologically, they're not going to put it so deep into the necks as to be chutzitz. Eight v'abaya. So Abaye asks a question. It says, Habanot yotzot bechutin shebeoznehem. The woman could go out with chutin on their ears, and we're not worried they're going to take them out. They could leave them on for the ears because they're not so tight. They cannot go They can't go out with the straps on their necks. There's a separate bright that says the woman cannot go out with straps on the necks. So it must be that the straps on the necks are so tight that they can't go to the mikvah with them. So I thought you told me they don't do a tight so they can't choke. So you're telling me women are very psycho with the whole psychological thing. Women do like do psychological things. They wanna they wanna put things tight. Look, you see? Amravina, no. The Brighton says it's Asu with, the, with these neck things. It's talking about a Katla. Carl, you got the answer? It's talking about a Katla. Wait, we're on the top of Nunzai now. It's a right. Katla. You know what a Katla is. Rashi says, now here you see the things didn't change. We had that in the Mishnah already, Katla. So, what is a Katla? A Katla, the Ishach, Here's something that definitely changed. Okay? It seems like women in the olden days, if you were thin, you looked sickly and hazita. You looked like the woman looked like she needs a she needs a, a hospital, and no one's attracted to a girl who looked like she needs a hospital. So therefore, thin girls used to constantly try to look a little chubbier, because the chubbier you look, the more healthy and 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 attractive you appear. And therefore, the woman would have this thing on her neck, which would squeeze the the neck and push up the flesh. So she looks a little chubbier. And since it's a beauty thing that makes her look beautiful, she doesn't care to choke a little bit. And therefore... That, that didn't change. That didn't change. Oh, that part didn't change. That part didn't change. Really, the that part they don't change. want beauty hurts. Yeah, being fat. That's called the, the choker <laughs> necklace. It's just, it just it's, it's switched. Now it's thin. And they're right. willing to do the opposite thing. But, but in those days, yeah, you're right. She won't. She won't choke herself with a string, which is not there to make her look fat. But when it's a a katla, which is there to make her look fat, of course she'll choke herself until, until she's blue in the face. No problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you can't bring a question from a katla on her strings. The string, she doesn't want to choke herself. She's not willing to go suffer on comfort because there's no need to. As long as they, they're there with their color, it's fine. But the other thing, which has to be tight, otherwise it's not going to work. 
Now the question. Are we good? Yes, we are good. Okay, we're real, we're, we're, Sam says we're real clear. Okay. If you down there, if you down there, two dots, second line. We're at the two dots on the second line, and Nun Zayin Amud Bet Rabotai. So far, so clear. If you down there, shall Semer v'shall Saad and Chotzim v'nesh Hamayim ba'in bahem. Yehuda said in the Mishnah, if this is the Mishnah, not our Mishnah, guys. This Mishnah is the Mishnah in Mikvaot. It says, Yehuda says, if it's a wool or if it's hair, it's not chotetz. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Halacha ker Yehuda v'chutetzar. The Halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to strands of hair in her hair that it's not chotetz. We go like him. So Abaya told Rav Yosef, now look how Abaya is picking on Rav Yosef. When he said halakhas like that, he's implying that the Talakama disagrees. But if you'll note, Talakama didn't mention one word about hair. Talakama only mentioned the three types of strings. He didn't mention the fourth piece of hair. So he's looking at you're saying halakha, that means that they argue? Who said? That's the inside. Amale Abaya, halakha, mikla depligi. If you say the word halakha, it implies that they argue. If you want to tell me, well, of course they're arguing. Because Tanakhama says three things. He says the Pishtan, says the Ritzuot, says the Temer. He comes and says, uh, Temer and, and hair are not a problem. Now, why do you throw in hair? Probably because he must have heard from the Tanakhama that hair is a problem. And therefore, he comes in and says, hair is not a problem. Where, if you can assume that, the Dilma, maybe he didn't hear it. He just says, just like, which means, just like, he, maybe the Rabbi Huda was telling the just like you agree with me when it comes to hair. That's not a chatita. Agree with me also that semer, which you said no, is not a chatita. So in other words, who told you that he heard from him that he's arguing? Maybe they were agreeing. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I, I'm seeing a lot of blank stares. Okay. One more time. Back. Get, everyone get back over here. Again. The Mishnah, let, let's go back to the Brighta. The Brighta says, had, has had three cases of Tanakama. Tanakama says, the following three things are Aratatita. Number one, Semer. Number two, Pishkim, number three, a ritzuah. Okay? Comes Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Huda says, I disagree about semer, and he says, Rabbi Huda says that semer and, and hair are not. Now, hair sh- just shown in here. The, re- the first Tanakhama mentioned semer, that there was not a problem. So there's a machloket for sure about semer. Hair, the rabbi just mentioned. Now, in comes Rabbi Yosef Amor, and says, the halakha follows Rabbi Huda, the lenient one, by hair. Comes Abaya and says, uh, hold on one second. Who told you there's a machok about hair? Tanakama never mentioned hair. He mentioned wool. He didn't mention anything about hair. How do you know there's a machok? And if you're going to answer me and say, well, if there was a machok, he wouldn't start talking about it. Well, maybe he is. Maybe he's responding like this. He's saying, just like you agree with me that hair is not a problem, agree with me that wool is not a problem. But maybe no one argued about hair. Who told you anyone argued about hair? I got a thumb. Right. Got it. Good? Okay. 
Itmar will bring a proof that Abaye is right, that there is no machloket about hair, and that everyone agrees that hair is not a chatzitza. Amar of Nachman, Amar Shmuel, of Nachman's name is Shmuel. Modim hahamim yudav, the hahamim agree to view that by hair strings that they're okay. Tanya nami hachim have a bright that follows this also. Chutei tzemer chotzim, the strings of tzemer are chatzitza, chutei sa'ar, but sa'ar is not chatzitza. Without man, tzemer mishra chatzim, this bright that sounds exactly like Abaya's version of our Mishnah. Gorgeous. Amar of Nachman Yitzhak. Matnita nami deka. Rabbi says, not only do I have a bright that they could figure it out, if you pay attention closely to the language of the Mishnah, you will see that Abai is right. What? How do you see? Diktani, because it says in the, in the, in the Mishnah, Yatsa icha bechute sa'ar. A woman could go out with chute sa'ar. This is the Mishnah, this is not our Mishnah, this is the Mishnah later on. Okay? A woman could go out with strings of Hair, ben Michel, ben Michel, ben Michel whether they're hers or whether they're her friends. Mani, who could have written that? Ile Rabbi Huda, it was Rabbi Huda. People could they nami? He holds that even who they temer can't write it. Ela Rabbanani must be Rabbanan wrote it. Shmamina de bechute sar lo pligi. Shmamina, you see they don't argue. We have a brighter later, which is allowing sar and temer. Now, no, no, it's the R. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's correct. That's what you said. No, the bright thing they don't says a woman could go out with the R, no matter who they are. Now, they wouldn't bother to tell you, a, a missioner would, wouldn't bother to tell you only about hair if we could tell you a bigger chidush about wool. So it must be the reason why we told you here is because the biggest kiddush we could say. Which rabbi could is the only rabbi who could say that the biggest kiddush is here? That's Rahamim, according to Abaya. Because if if you go with Yehuda, he wouldn't tell you only a case of hair. He'd tell you a bigger kiddush. Hey, I forgot hair. Hair, everyone agrees with me. I would tell you a case of wool. Must be Yehuda didn't write it. He didn't write it, and still they're letting hair. They're letting hair. That means Rahamim Lahan. Allow hair. Good, beautiful. Okay. We're at the two dots. Now, if you remember, the totafot we said was a headband over the forehead. Remember? That was a gold headband over the forehead. Says the Mishnah, my totafot. Amar Yosef, Chumrata de Katifta. It's a, according to him, it's a ring of types of grasses which Help a person against Ayn Hara. Okay? I told you something else. According to this rabbi, he's telling you, thank you, Fred. According to this rabbi, he's telling you it's a thing of grasses. Beautiful. So now now this has nothing to do with jewelry anymore. Correct. If so, it should be like a kamiya, which you're allowed to wear if it works. So if you're talking about that thing, it can't be that. Why would you not be allowed to go out with it? A kamiya that works, you're allowed to go out with. And this, if it's against Ayin and it really works, you should be allowed to go out with it. Talking about a thing, a, a gold thing that goes over the forehead. Tanya Nami, I have a bright that follows as well. You'll say Isha be 
שחווה המזוהבת, ובתותפות, ובסוף בגלל הקוראים בה. Says you go out with these things, right? Because she doesn't want to take off her hair. So you see the totafot are stuck in a sabaka. Obviously, it's not talking about something I It must be talking about this thing. Says the Gemara, "Ezu totafot, ezu sabitim." What's a totafot? What's a sabitim? I want to be a who totafot hamukefeta meozen ozen. A totafot goes from ear to ear. It's like a tzitz that goes from ear to ear. V'salbitin ha-magi'in ad lechaya. It goes all the way to her cheekbone. It's a gold thing that goes to her cheekbone, like I showed you, like a headband, all the way to the cheekbone. And, amar guna, aniyot osotot shalmin If you're poor, you make it out of colored cloth. This way attracts some attention like that. And Ashidot, the rich ones, also the tan kesef shazahav. They made out either silver or gold, depending how much flus your father has. Baruch Adonai le'olam, amen ve'amen. Okay, guys, we're up to the two dots over here. Amar Rabbianai, over here at the bottom of the page. There's not the same tomorrow. We'll start over there. Zaku Baruch Rabbi. Zaku Baruch Very good today. Beautiful. Take care. Rabbi, if you have a minute before you hang up. Okay, no problem. I'm going to pause. Stop recording. Yeah.